1: Cute. your morning starts now it's the q102 jeff and jen podcast
2: cincinnati's q102 jeff and jen 752 winter weather advisory until 7 p.m uh pockets of steady snow between now and 10 and is supposed to taper off Right around noontime, but we're still going to see snow flurries throughout the day when all said and done. One to two inches on the ground. High of 28. Right now it is 16 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Talking about weird food combinations. Yeah, we do like to talk about food. Well, they're doing it in Japan. <laughs> at McDonald's in Japan, they're doing McChocolate potatoes. I mean, those are
3: two of my favorite things on the planet, chocolate and potatoes. Why well, not why they're combining?
4: combining, yes. I'm visualizing it almost like a hot fudge sundae, but potatoes instead is that do we have a photo of it
5: yeah i'm actually putting it on our q102 facebook page but it's basically like think about cheese fries with bacon I'm thinking
4: aussie cheese
2: fries That's exactly
5: what it's like so they take the fries and they lay them down and then they drizzle the chocolate and then the chocolate okay.
2: see what i would do is i would take you know a large order of fries mm-hmm. in the red cardboard container that it comes right. in and then i would drizzle the chocolate on those
3: see i wouldn't i would have my i would get it separate i would get it on the side to then dip
2: Oh, you would dip them yes, there. Yes,
3: because, I mean, when they get when you put them on top of that, it's right. it's Saugy. very messy. That's what yes. we used to
5: do with the Frosty, I'm telling right. you. You need to try the Frosty and the French fries at Wendy's it's together.
2: Good. Kimberly. Yeah. What's your favorite weird food combination?
6: My cousin and I eat hot sauce mixed with ranch
3: on popcorn.
2: Really? That sounds good. Hot sauce and ranch on popcorn.
3: Huh. So is your popcorn buttered? Uh, any kind of popcorn. Well, not like kettle
7: popcorn, but yeah. Wow! Hot sauce on
5: popcorn is delicious. Never done it. If so you then- just shake it in there and shake the bag up.
7: Mm. Uh,
3: mm-hmm. But it's sauce. It's li- so you don't put very much then
5: because it gets very soggy. You have You're to right. like you have to take a little bit at a time and do it.
2: Gotcha. You do it like well, they have a skyline where you can do like drops at a time mm-hmm. kind of thing.
6: You can. Yeah. Huh. It's delicious. Cool. Try it.
2: All right. Thanks, Kimberly. Thanks, Christy.
6: Taking a chocolate chip cookie and dipping it into nacho cheese.
2: That
3: is different.
7: I've done
6: it since high
3: school.
2: A little sweet, savory thing going on there.
6: Interesting. Yeah, kind of. It's delicious. All right. Thanks, Christy. Thank you. Have a great day. You too.
2: I would try that. Your favorite weird food combination, Liz.
6: When I was in high school, I used to dip my Cheetos in peanut butter.
3: Cheetos in peanut butter. And would it matter whether it were creamy or crunchy?
6: Uh, It was always creamy.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It would have to be, yeah. I guess. Yeah, because that texture—you wouldn't want two different things that are crunching differently,
5: or they could break in there with the peanut.
2: Right? Peanuts would you? Would you consider trying Cheetos with natural peanut butter, where it's a little more oily and Gritty. liquidy?
6: I wouldn't mind it. I mean, it wasn't bad in high school, and I actually haven't had it since then. So, I mean it would be uh, if
3: there was an opportunity you know if you did the natural the the organic it would be healthier
2: I'm intrigued now I might have that. (laughs) All right, thanks Liz
3: thank you you guys
6: have a good day you You too too. Jenna yes
2: your favorite weird food combination
6: it's pretzels and orange juice but it has to be the orange juice with the pulp and I actually put the pretzels in the orange juice which I know sounds kind of gross but I love it fascinating that (laughs) is definitely
4: different you soak them
6: Yes. yeah Which, well it's 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 better when the pretzels are still crunchy but
4: Kinda i'll crunchy. go
5: with either
0: all
2: right so
5: wait a second you huh. just put them in there and then you just drink it and chew at the
6: same time yes i know huh. it's weird
2: was that uh, an experiment or something you did just did as a kid and discovered you liked it and stuck with it
6: well i think i did it I, one night after like a college party i came home and i was like oh, oh this sounds really good and then I continued it, so I, I love it. There so you I go. Decided.
2: Interesting. Love it, Jenna. Thank you.
6: Thank
4: you.
2: We asked the question on our Facebook page. we Jeff and Jen on Q102. You can like us on Facebook, Jeff and Jen on Q102. Yeah, we,
4: we got some uh, some pretty interesting stuff on here. Lindsay says, my grandpa introduced me to Oreos with peanut butter and cheese. When I was young, wow! I swear to God, it's good. Katie says pickles on my PB and J. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> um, Aaron says this is this was my favorite. Aaron says goldfish with milk. Yes, I eat goldfish as a cereal. Wow. That's weird. Uh, Tina says mashed potato sandwich after dinner, leftover mashed potatoes on white bread, butter on both sides. (laughs) 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 Just sounds mushy but good. Cindy says goldfish crackers and York peppermint patties every single day. Wow. And uh, Caroline says dill pickles. and.
0: Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440. Or at the
2: Lemonade. Mm. You can join the conversation on Facebook. Jeff and Jen on Q102. That's Jeff and Jen on Q102. Q! Sometimes the first date seals your fate. It's the Second Date Update with Jeff and Jen on Q102.
7: When are we going on our second date?
2: The second date update is all about trying to find out why that person is blowing you off when you thought things went so well on the first date. So let's begin with Diane. Welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show.
6: Hi, how are you doing? Doing well. Great.
2: Tell us about this guy, Eric. You went on a date with how the two of you met and how that first date went.
6: Okay, well... Um I'll start at the beginning of the beginning. I I got divorced a couple years ago, Uh and I have to tell you, it was just so overwhelming being a single mom and starting a new full-time job. Like, I kind of blew off dating for, like, until just right now. Like, I I sort of created my New Year's resolution early, so I I decided I really need to get out there and meet people, Mm -hmm. so I joined a gym. I a book club, I've been going to church, I hang out at bookstores and Starbucks, and
0: <laughs> I, like, I've got a head
6: start. I'm really proud of myself. You know, I've started conversations with a lot of guys, and some of them turned out to be really nice. Um, this particular guy, Eric, I met at Barnes & Noble. Uh-huh. He was there drinking his coffee, and he was reading The New York Times, and I used to live in New York, so I was like, hey, uh, I just started talking to him.
2: Okay. And nice.
6: Turns out, <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, he lived there too Which was really wild And we, we didn't live that far apart And uh, So we were just chatting for a while I don't know I gave him my number And I told him If he wanted to go out sometime He should give me a ring And it took a couple days But he did call me And he asked me to dinner And we went to Amarasia Which was really great It's really nice I love um, that place and, Yeah And I don't know It was it was fun He's really sweet and charming He's easy to talk to He's funny and then we went to Molly Malone's for a couple of drinks and we're hanging out for a while. Um, we got back to my place. I think it was around one. Uh, he walked me to the door. He gave me a little kiss. It was like really sweet. Nothing crazy, but like kind of adorable. And mm-hmm. he said he had a nice time and he talked to me later. And uh, well, it's been a week. I haven't heard anything.
2: Okay. So when he left, did you follow it up with a thank you text or a, hey, it was great seeing you or anything like that?
6: Yeah, I waited, like, a couple days and said, thanks so much. I had a great time. You know, that was it.
2: And there was no response to that at all?
6: No. Nothing.
2: I almost think it's a bad idea to wait a day or two. Like, follow it up with a thank you, either that night if it's not too late, or maybe the next morning. Just, it was great seeing you. You know, thanks for last night. That was so much fun. Looking forward to next time. Have a great day. Oh,
6: well, maybe that was my mistake. I've just, I, I'm, this is all kind of
3: new to me again,
4: so I don't know. There are, are no feel, rules. Yeah, I feel like the old rules are out the, you know. Are we, there any rules, really? anymore at all? No, I think it's do what you want to do at the pace you want to do it. Go with whatever you feel.
6: okay whatever that means Uh,
2: yeah i don't know either so you said it's been about a week you've heard nothing from him and the question that i ask everyone that we talk to in these things is was there any moment that was even remotely awkward or uncomfortable where you thought oh that might have been a misstep there
6: no i mean we had a great time i i felt like he wouldn't have wanted to grab drinks after dinner if he wasn't having a great time like it seemed like it went really well to me. I can't, I, can't, I trust me, I've been like pouring over the night. Yeah. I talked to my friends. They were like, maybe he wanted to invite them in. I don't know.
2: All right. That's all we need to know. And you know what? That's usually the answer we get when we ask that question. But that's why we make the call to find out directly from the person we're talking about. So let's do this. We'll take a break. I'll put you on hold. Fritch will get the phone number and we will call Eric and see what he thought of Diane and his date with her coming up next with Jeff and Jen here at q Q102. <laughs> Sometimes the first date seals your fate. It's the second date update with Jeff and Jen on Q102.
7: When are we going on our second
2: date? All right, so Diane met this guy, Eric, at a Barnes & Noble, actually. Diane was divorced a couple of years ago, and after spending some time focusing on her kids, she's at a point now where she feels comfortable and ready to start dating. So she has put herself out there in different dating-friendly environments. She's started volunteering. She's going to church. She joined a book club. She's working out. And one day when she was at Barnes & Noble, she ran into Eric, who happened to be reading in New York Times, which is not normally unusual, but she has a connection to New York. She lived there. And did you say Eric did, too, at one point?
6: Yeah, he lived there, too. We were like a neighborhood apart in New York, which is kind of wild.
2: Oh, that is wild. Mm -hmm. Small world. So anyway, that's how the conversation started. Next thing they know, they exchanged phone numbers. He asked her out. He took her out to a nice restaurant, and it was just a very sort of free, easy, comfortable evening, very relaxed, not rushed. Conversation flowed freely, he, At the <laughs> and at the end of the night, he took her back to her place. There was sort of a nice kiss at the end, but nothing too crazy, you said, right, Diane?
4: Yeah. Did he say anything like, hey, I'll talk to you soon, or I can't wait to do this again, or...
6: He said he had a nice time, and he talked to me later.
4: Okay.
3: How long were you married? Eight years. That's long enough, isn't it, to be out of it and to feel kind of lost when you jump back in? Yeah. Yeah, it's I like get it. It's like learning
2: a whole new language. I get it. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll well, tell you what, we're going to call Eric. Get some feedback from Eric and see why, because it's been about a week, and there's been no contact. hi eric yeah hey man it's Jeff and jenna q102 how are you doing this morning no way <laughs> is that a good no way or a bad no way i can't tell i knew i
7: shouldn't answer my phone i knew i shouldn't <laughs> oh man
3: it's one of those you had a feeling huh
2: bud
7: is this a second date update yep
2: yes it is
7: oh my god i knew
2: it do you care to guess who we're calling about
7: uh, i know exactly who this is about and I always feel bad for the guys that you guys call, and they always sound like a huge jerk. And I feel like that's going to happen to me right now. All mm-hmm. right.
2: Well, let's but, thank you for prefacing yeah. that. But <laughs> let's walk through this slowly here. You had dinner. Everything seemed fine from our end. She really has been racking her brain trying to figure out if it was something she did that maybe offended you or some kind of misstep that put you off. Can you just, if, I mean, if you don't want to see her again, can you just shed some light on what it was?
7: Yeah, I mean, it has nothing to do with her. She's so nice, and it's uh, it's just it's me.
2: What's wrong with you?
7: <laughs> um, <laughs> nothing. else. I'm 25. I'm you know I've, I've never been married, and I'm just starting my career. And I thought that she and I were in similar places in our lives. Okay, I was wrong. Meaning, she's? I didn't realize that she was in her 30s and she's divorced and has a couple of kids at home. And right. I'm not really ready to serve an instant
2: family, you know? Yeah, because, uh, Diane, you were saying you were married for, like, eight years, right?
6: Yeah, yeah, I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old.
2: Okay. Yeah, those are little kids. And so your point, Eric, I mean, being a 25-year-old single guy, you just, you don't feel like you're compatible for that reason.
7: Yeah, I just, I'm not ready to jump into that right away, and I didn't know how to say it. I, I should have said it, but I didn't know how to say it last week, and... It felt like any way I would have said it would have just come across as Dean and you're incredibly nice, but I I didn't know how to express that. Yeah.
2: Well, I think he did a pretty good job just now, <laughs> after we put yeah. you on the spot. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you can understand that, can't you, as a divorced woman with a couple of very young kids. And did you realize he was, I mean, are you in your 30s and did you realize that he was 25?
6: No, I had no idea he was that young. Honestly, he comes across very mature. So I get it, but I wish, you know, you could have just told me it would have saved me a week of thinking that I did something stupid.
7: Yeah.
2: I know. We're so bad at that. This is probably the most common thing that we experience. the second date update is it's not that there was anything bad. It's just I I don't think that this person's right for me. And I don't really know how to express that in a way that is tactful Mm -hmm. or won't hurt their feelings and you know if I'm ever single again and you know hope I hope I'm not but if I am I I hope I have the grace and and tactfulness to express why if I'm ever asked mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. cuz I'm not volunteering it
3: <laughs> yeah no kidding
7: you know out of context it always feels like you can but in the moment right now like, i couldn't do it so i don't know how well to and
2: that's do just it. it like i listened to second date update someone like, got god come on dude like how hard would that have been but you put yourself in that situation i think it's different mm-hmm, when you're saying it directly to
6: yeah because texting or emailing just can't happen that's like impossible to tell someone that way <laughs> and are it you just- being
2: serious i can't tell if she's serious or sarcastic
6: totally being sarcastic like a text the next day saying i think you're great but you're a little further along in your life than I am would have been fine
2: yeah so it would be acceptable then in that form as opposed to say face-to-face or or voice yeah I mean after
6: one date even after two or three dates I think that's okay it's if you're like involved with someone you can't text them that you're not going to see them again but after one date after two dates of course
3: right it beats nothing well this might come down to I mean just kind of life experience if you've already been married and divorced and had a couple of kids yeah for him maybe he hasn't had that many things going on in his life quite yet so a conversation like that would be more difficult for someone who's yeah, 25 yeah, like versus yeah, somebody a text, a text yeah. would
6: be okay would you be, would be,
3: helpful. be
7: all right. <laughs> yeah but i don't know if i'm sending a text like like sorry the age is a problem and the, I, I don't like kids i don't
6: know if- no you can just say sorry you have a family and i'm not ready for that <laughs>
7: Yeah, I
2: guess so. See, Eric, mm-hmm. we're both learning stuff today. The more Diane talks, the more I th- <laughs> she's really cool. I know. We may have you come on I as like a relationship expert.
3: <laughs> well, you know what, though? I mean, maybe the lesson here for Diane, too, is when you first start talking to somebody, I mean, if he would have known uh, when you were looking at the New York Times that you had a couple of little kids at home, then he never would have called you to begin with so maybe that's something you come out with earlier in when you're meeting these
2: that should guys you're opening line the grocery Hi, store. i'm divorced with two young kids yeah
6: <laughs> yeah that's gonna like send people kids. running in the other direction <laughs> uh. I don't know, maybe i'll try it for fun to see how fast people run <laughs>
2: I'll tell you what, Diane, I think, you know, for somebody that's new to the dating scene, I think you got your head on straight. Despite the fact that, you know, Eric isn't the right guy, I think you're a great communicator. And uh, we credit you for laying that out there, you know, not just for Eric, but for a lot of guys that are listening that don't always know how to handle situations similar to that. So thank you.
6: Well, you're welcome. Um, hopefully.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, hopefully I'm sorry that we couldn't be me sooner
6: rather than later.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry that we couldn't be more helpful to you.
6: I, mean, I got the answer. I know I know what happened. So right. that so you did everything that I was hoping
3: for.
2: And Eric, thanks for answering the phone anyway, even though you knew you shouldn't. <laughs> All right, people. Thank you. Thank you. Great talking to you both.
3: Bye. All right. If you've been out on a first date and haven't heard back, 513-749-2320, or you can email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com.
2: We're gonna talk snow. Oh, <laughs> They're saying it might snow.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Just a smidge.
2: Yeah. They call it a winter weather advisory, and here to tell us all about it, Fox 19 Weather Now Meteorologist Frank Marzullo. Well,
1: here's the deal. So that winter weather advisory is till 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, The snow will taper. The heaviest snow will taper by 11 noon. Just flurries then. But the problem is the timing, and we've got a nice, steady snow band Pretty much through the 275 loop right now, north of Kentucky. You get up towards Hamilton County, and if you look back on the uh, Fox 19 Weather Now radar, that snow band even continues into Indiana. So we're going to be in a couple hours here. Not a real blinding snow, a heavy snow. It's a slow and steady, moderate snowfall with totals that are going to range by 11 o'clock, two inches. However, the surface temperatures this morning, and I'm sure you guys noticed this, even with the light snow already this morning. The surface temperatures are well below freezing, so it is, uh, salt doesn't work very well with this, so it's freezing very quickly on those surfaces, and you're getting a lot of slick and icy pavement out there. Yeah, it's a mess. How
2: does this, how does a winter weather advisory differ from a winter storm warning?
1: So basically, snow amounts. You look at it that way. So, a winter storm warning, higher amounts a winter weather advisory, lesser amounts yeah. of snowfall, and the the warning means that the event's actually happening. Very similar to like a thunderstorm warning. So,
2: like as inconvenient and messy as this is, yeah. we're getting off easy.
1: We're getting off easy here uh, for now. Now, Friday, I I don't know if you've been on, you know, I know you're on Facebook and Twitter. You know, people start tweeting out everything that they see, you know, 82 inches of snowfall. (laughs) Now, we're not going to get that
2: Friday.
1: (laughs) The the East Coast, if you do any travel or have Washington, New York, I mean, well over a foot of snow possible, we have the potential of seeing some high snow amounts, especially south of Cincinnati Friday. It would be kind of cry, Walter, responsible for me to throw out those numbers right now. Okay, it's all about the track of this system. Sure, so we'll watch it as we get closer. But just know, you'll get out this afternoon here today. But right now, take it slow. I know a Cincinnati public closed, so that was kind of the biggie here this morning.
2: Fox Dane Team Weather now meteorologist Frank Marzullo, man, we appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Thanks, guys. See you.
2: Yeah, I I got to read you an email that was not intended for us. I don't know if it made it to one of the TV stations or not, but it was intended for the one of the local TV stations here in town this morning.
3: Somebody's not happy. Uh-oh. Yeah,
2: so I'm going to I'm going to kind of make this generic and, you know, take out some of the names to protect the innocent here, but <laughs>
3: <I> <laughs> our fellow that. public essential public servants
2: right <laughs> that are working at the TV station. Dear local TV station, not going to the national TV morning show this morning is beyond annoying. <laughs> Also, you can show pre-canned AAA stories, more footage of the salt pile, the new guy freezing on the side of the road, and send us your snow photos. Really? (laughs) Oh, I had no idea it was snowing. And yeah, all the other stations are doing the same thing, so I'm never going to get to watch the national show until one of you guys falls. Sorry you guys haven't gotten your weather boner all season, but really? (laughs) And here come the tips for driving in the snow. More oh AAA God. info on batteries. <laughs> and here's the shot of the century. The new reporter on the roadway showing me brake lights. <laughs> may as well get my car. At least I can turn on my radio station. Here's something more entertaining to listen to. <laughs> Well, look, you know, they're doing their job. What can I tell you? That's yeah. what they're supposed to What else are they supposed to do? Yeah. yeah
3: and they're, you know, they're, they're scary as it may be. There's a group of people that have made the decision to do this particular programming. It's not like just. Probably because people watch it. Yeah. I mean, you know? that is yep. people. Yeah. Right. Well, Was that the a, first major snowfall of the year. I mean, you got to cut them a little slack. With the big closings. Was that a woman or a man that wrote that? I'm not sure. <laughs> it feels like a man. one of those names that yeah. go either way? Right.
2: Chris. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris, and, is a Chris and Pat. Yeah. <laughs> and Sean. hmm All eight twenty eight. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. And uh, as Frank did say, we'll see this start to taper off by noon, uh, an inch or two on the ground before it's all over. Not like the Nor'easter they're going to be getting up on the East Coast for sure. All right. 28 right now. 16 with Jeff and Jen. Sarah Palin expressing her undying love for Donald Trump, and Jamie Foxx rescuing a guy from a burning truck. We have a lot to get you caught up on. The latest E-News is coming up straight ahead with Jeff and Jen. All right, Cincinnati's Q102. It's Jeff and Jen, 835. Got a winter weather advisory in effect until 10 o'clock and a level one snow alert here in Hamilton County. And uh, there are a handful of similar alerts around the tri-state, basically just advising people of the blowing and drifting snow, which unless you've been sleeping under a rock, you're already aware of. Uh, Forecasters are saying, though, we're going to see the snow taper off around noontime and then about an inch or two on the ground before it's all over. High of 28 right now. Look at that. It is 16 with Jeff and Jen here at Cincinnati's Q102. Today is a big day. It's a huge day. You're the you're the mobile DJ people, right?
1: It's the one thing every dish jockey knows. Don't get stuck with dead air.
6: Don't
1: you have an emergency DJ? Some somebody with a deep voice hidden in a drawer? He's not a natural
7: entertainer, that's for sure. Check your mouth, I can't hear the radio. I am a DJ!
1: Hey, that's quite a voice you've got there. You ever think about doing radio? The least you could do
2: is think of something clever. Stay off the microphone. I am a DJ. I am what play. Can't turn around, Can't turn around, ooh. I am
7: a DJ. I am what I say.
2: And if you're thinking about changing the station, do oh, you do oh, it? Yeah, did you hear it's National DJ Day?
3: Well, happy DJ Day to you.
2: Happy DJ to all the DJs. Yes. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Thanks for (laughs) listening. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know until I walked in this morning. It's a made up holiday for sure, but.
3: Hey, we have a lot to celebrate today. We are essential public servants. learned that. On our National DJ Day. Do we get presents? Where's our cake? (laughs)
5: Yeah. Or donuts?
4: (laughs) Is Graders open?
5: Didn't you say it was Cheese Day today? It's
4: also also National (laughs) (laughs) Cheese Day. That's irony. How
2: perfect.
5: We need a platter of cheese for our celebration.
2: All right. Aunt Viv (laughs) from the Fresh Prince blasting Jada Pinkett Smith. We got the story coming up. Also, Jamie Foxx rescuing a guy from a burning truck. I'll have that story here in a minute. But first, let's begin this hour's E! News with Sarah Palin this morning.
3: Two weeks ahead of the Iowa caucuses, Sarah Palin joined Donald Trump at a rally at Iowa State University, and she officially gave him the endorsement that surprisingly every other Republican candidate was hoping for. Why? Why? That's such a coveted endorsement. I don't really understand. Because
2: she's got such, just such a fervent base. I mean, you know, there's... Does she oh, really yeah, still have very that many passionate. people
3: that really love and support her?
2: It so. would shock you.
3: Uh, yeah obviously (laughs) but she uh made a speech and some people are wondering maybe just maybe if she wasn't maybe a little drunk
2: you think she was drunk during the speech i don't know let's uh i have a little montage of clips here that we that we threw together let's listen
3: from the private
0: sector not a politician can i get a hallelujah you ready for a commander-in-chief who will let our warriors do their job and Rogue left and right, man. That's why he's doing so well. Funny. Ha ha not funny. But now what they're doing is wailing, Well, Trump and his uh uh his trumpeters. How about the rest of us? Right wing, and bitter, clinging, proud clingers of our guns, our God, our and our religions and our constitution tell us that we're not red enough. Yeah, coming from
5: the establishment. Right.
2: Yeah, she does sound a little hammered. A little
3: wasted, (laughs) doesn't
2: she? I mean,
5: she's just fired up, and that's what happens to her. She gets so excited, she starts to slur.
2: She starts to sound drunk.
5: (laughs) Doggone right, we're angry. Justifiably so.
0: Yes. You know, they stomp on our neck, and then they tell us, just chill. This election is more than just your basic ABCs.
3: Anybody but Clinton. This is more than just your basic ABCs. I wonder if she had people writing that for her or if this is
2: all original. I think she's fully involved in the process.
0: He spent his life with a working man, and he tells us Joe Six Packs, he said, you know, I've worked very, very hard, and I've succeeded. Hugely, I've succeeded. You know that he doesn't get his power, his high, off of opium. Other people's money, like a lot of dopes in Washington do. They're addicted to opium.
2: I mean, who could write that for another person?
3: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That has to be totally. Do you think, I mean, I've wondered who, if Donald Trump gets the Republican nomination, who's going to be, who's he going to pick for vice presidential candidate? Is it going to be her?
2: I'm thinking maybe Sarah Palin. Wow. Yeah. But this is what I wonder about Donald Trump is, I mean, he's got to be stoked because Sarah Palin is throwing her support. but Like you said, all the Republicans want Sarah Palin. But Ted I Cruz want, is really bummed. I know. That, but that makes me wonder, like, what does Donald Trump think of her personally?
4: Oh. Like, I know he, can he, tolerate he needs her? the
2: support, but can he tolerate her personally? Yeah,
4: if he was running against her, what kind of stuff would oh he be doing about right. her? Yeah. I you
2: know? would love to hear that.
5: Listen, there will be some kind of tweet or comment from him by the end of the day because... Someone's going to ask him, like, what do you think about Sarah being behind you now?
3: Yeah. Has he even mentioned anything? I don't know. Not yet. About who it might. Uh, I don't know. Whoever whoever ends up in that Oval Office, man, we get what we deserve because we put them there. Yeah. Yeah. No matter who it is. No matter who it is. We did it. I know. I mean,
2: I look at both parties.
3: And you're like, oh. And I have
2: just such a sense of dread right now. It's yeah. like
3: Canada is looking good. Mexico. <laughs> I'm going south. <laughs> it's way cold in Canada. Let's be yeah, let's be like Alec Baldwin and start saying, If so and so gets elected, I'm leaving the country. I know,
2: because I used to hear Hollywood celebrities say stuff like um, that. I'd be like, Good, go. Go.
3: Yeah. Going to France. Right. Go ahead. <laughs>
4: House Hunters International told me that I can get a house in Belize for like $89,000. Now
3: now we might be talking
5: <laughs> in, in right Belize.
4: Nice. Listen, yeah. I
5: have an uh, uncle and aunt that retired in Ecuador in their 50s, and they live like kings yes. in Ecuador. I hear it's beautiful and there. And the weather is lovely. Especially
3: this time of year. And
5: you can travel, I mean, internationally mm-hmm. like we do from state to state.
2: Yeah, yeah, maybe that's I mean, what do you do during retirement anyway? <laughs> Right. You know, but it's Hang leisurely, out. right? Yeah, it's my can't like
5: learn Spanish. She's trying to learn Spanish and she'll go to the little markets. You know, and- you find
2: a place where your money will go far, where there's yeah. a really low cost of living, preferably weather, a little better than where you are. And what, what else do you really need?
3: Well, I don't know. You know, if you're single, that village is down in Florida is supposed to be quite (laughs) rocking. Oh, yeah. Do they have one of those in Ecuador where, you know, old people single can go and hook up? They got to. I'm
5: sure they do. (laughs) Well, they have like little high rise condos, like small high rise condos. And that's what like a lot of the American people live in. It's very interesting.
2: Hey, we are got to take a break. Coming up, Jamie Foxx rescuing a guy from a burning truck. And Aunt Viv from the Fresh Prince blasting Jada Pinkett Smith. We have a lot to get you caught up on. Latest D news More of the latest E-News coming up next. Q. Q. Thanks for listening to
1: the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast.